Hello and welcome to episode 24 of Say When, a geeky podcast. Joy to the world. The trailers are here. Y'all, it's going to be a wild ride tonight. I'm Sally. And I'm Melissa. And I'm Frankie. And today, we, I think, are going to jump into in-game discussion first. That is opening this weekend. It is currently the 22nd of April, so this should be coming out within the next couple of days for your morning commute or evening commute, whichever way it goes. And I think Melissa's going to kick us off talking about the in-game or preview in-game for us, and we're going to chit-chat a little bit about that, and then... We're going to get a little bit into the rise of Skywalker because, well, we are who we are and it it is what it is, right? So, Melissa, talk to us. Endgame, what are you thinking? So, we've seen lots of different trailers at this point. I just took one and kind of broke it down scene by scene. Um, So, here we go. In scene one of this particular trailer... We see Tony adrift in space with no food and no water, and his oxygen is running out. What's he going to do? But he's recording a message, and it's adorable. I mean, when I drift off, he's talking about when he dies. Um, I'll dream about you. It's always you. Swoon. Obviously talking to Pepper Potts. Obviously. Um, But... Wow. I mean, powerful scene. We see like in scene four of this trailer that Nebula is on a ship that looks very similar to the ship that Iron Man's on. So is she on the same ship with Iron Man? I believe she she is on the Benatar. Yeah. So maybe she will somehow help him. I don't know how he's going to get back to Earth, but we know he gets back to Earth, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we know he gets back to Earth. Um, I'm going to jump in a little bit here. Yeah, because later you'll you know when we talk, they talk about um, Tony and, and Tony and Cap are you know they're they're kind of making their peace right. Mm-hmm. Go, do you trust me? You know, right. Tony said, "Do you do you trust me?" And he's like, "Yeah, I trust you." So we do know that um, that that he gets back to Earth and that that they have a plan. So um, we'll see what that how that's going to go because there has been like four significant at least four you know major trailers, a bunch of TV spots. Um, but it's wonder. I wonder. I, I don't know because that was actually one of the things that that made me sad with that trailer. Because the Super Bowl trailer had "Is he going to make it back?" had me all suspensed out, and then this most you know the other trailer. Then he's back on Earth. And I'm like, I mean, what? You can't tell me. You know, are you? Hopefully, I have one more surprise, and then you're back on Earth. You 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 ended up you ended a climatic part for me in the trailers. But we don't know how he gets back to Earth. So that's something. Will it be Nebula? Will it be Captain Marvel? Who knows? You know, I think either of those or a combination of those is really good speculation, right? We know that Captain Marvel travels in space. And we also know that Nebula knows her way around the Benatar and other spaceships. So I think either of those or a combination of those two would be excellent speculation for getting Tony back to Earth. And I think it's pretty clear we need Tony back on Earth to hook back up with the Avengers and try to get something done, right? Of course. So. He's a strong contender in this fight. But um, in the second scene, we see Thanos, who's apparently 
doing what he says he's going to do. He's become a farmer and he's turned his armor into a scarecrow. That would be, is that, is that how you took that scene? <laughs> That's what it looks like. I mean, he hung up his, he hung up his armor. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not sure he's going to leave it hung up. Um, so then in scene three, we see Bruce Banner looking at pictures of those that are missing, but still alive in his mind, possibly. What do you think, Frankie? What, what was going on in that scene? Yeah, it's, it's, um, I'm remembering that. So yeah, like who's missing? It's very, it's, it's to me, it hammers it all in and it'll be interesting to see how they open the movie. Are they going to open the movie with this great big loss? You know, baseball stadiums empty, cities empty, you know, half of civilization. Because, I mean, think about it. It could be you could have wiped out people in one of two ways. Every other person, like you take away an even distribution from an entire planet. So, like, if, you know, I have a, if you have a family of four, two of them are gone or. It, maybe a whole family goes and just balance it like like the, just the averages like. Okay. Can I kind of just interject real quick in there um, with with Ant-Man, that final scene in Ant-Man where Ant-Man's in the quantum realm, the entire Pym family goes. So right. I think I would lean more towards the sort of random assortment just and um, given what we know about Clint Barton and him showing up, I believe, in this first trailer as Ronan. I don't think yes. he'd go that way unless he had lost everybody. What do you think, Melissa? Yeah, I was um, I was wondering about that. We we see him in scene six in Japan, Tokyo, possibly okay. um, <clears throat> as Ron, Ronan, which is a masterless samurai, um, and we see Black Widow looking over like in shock. Mm-hmm. As he's like taking out someone, the last someone of a group of people, we don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. But um, why would he make? Why else would he make that transition? Why else would mm-hmm. he make that change mm-hmm. in his? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Makes sense to me. Um, I have a question about him. Okay. Y'all, both of y'all are, I think, a bit more into Avengers than I am. My my into Avengers is pretty limited to a couple specific characters but here's my question about him he's always been shown to be sort of the most human of all the avengers right like the most Mr. he he's Mr. got the most humanity right i mean maybe ant-man too got i don't family. know yeah. but yeah he's got a family he's the one who gets um He's the one who gets hypnotized or whatever by Loki in the first Avengers. Do you think that humanity is going to come back to help them in this movie? Um, do I think the humanity is going to come back to help them? No, no, I, you know, no, I don't think that. I don't think I'll say I'll say my only caveat is I don't think that humanity is going to be what comes to help them. I think that this movie is, you know, I've said this before to you, I think this is our goodbye to Chris Evans as Captain America. And I think that's, um, and I think that will be an overshadowing theme 
in a lot of ways. I think that humanity, I think I think Chris Evans is going to steal the show in a lot of ways. I think everybody will have major parts. It's three hours. It's three hours. There's going to be a lot of screen time for everybody, but I really think we're losing. But the end of him, how? Um, what was it? Uh, which scene was it? It was in scene seven of this particular trailer I was watching. He cap was in his winter soldier blue and silver stealth suit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. along with the compass of uh, what's her name? His girl, Peggy, Peggy. Yes. I knew you would know this. I don't know about cap as much as you do, but <laughs> well, I, mean, I only know about cap in the Marvel cinematic universe. Y'all know about cap in the comics, but the cinematic universe, I, I pay attention. Yeah. Like, but what does that imply to you seeing him and that, Winter Soldier. To me? What does it apply to me? Yeah, with that compass in his hand. And then, like, Um, maybe Cap, maybe Cap gets trapped in, in the time travel, if that mm -hmm, happens mm -hmm, in this movie. I, I, okay. Time travel is not my favorite of the, uh, tropes ever, as we've discussed before. nobody's favorite, because it's just such a cop-out. Right, and in that sense, my history brain flying in all sorts of directions, like, you know, what if, what if, what if, what if. So, I I could see this going a couple of different ways. I think Frankie's right. This is going to be our swan song in terms of Captain America. But I think, Melissa, you're on to something that um, potentially he might not die. Now, that having been said... I really hope he doesn't die. Like, really hope he doesn't die. Um, but, and I could probably be happy if he didn't die, but I could also see a scenario where he does. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And given that I've seen, like, stills from the movie that apparently flash back to the Battle of New York, um, <clears throat> I think that we're not going to be able to get away from time travel as a thing in this movie. And certainly anything where Peggy, and apparently Peggy filmed some scenes too. So with all of this, um, and, and them showing the compass and all this stuff, I really kind of feel like it's totally viable that Cap winds up back in 1945 or something. Um, yeah. I'm not sure I'd love it. Because I want Cap, you know, alive and well in our century. But if he's happy in his own time, then that's probably where he belongs, right? Just saying. It might be where he belongs. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but I... And I think I could be okay with that. <laughs> um, because I don't want Cap dead. He my favorite. There's another scene in that trailer that, to me, nods to the possibility of time travel where um, Ant-Man is asking to be buzzed in mm-hmm. and Cap is asking if this is an old message. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to translate that. Like what, mm-hmm. what else would that mean? Like, you know, I remember seeing that scene and just thinking that they're looking at the gate and he's like, wait, is somebody actually out there or is that recorded footage? And she's like, no, no, no. Somebody's actually out there. I don't. I, I didn't think time travel when I saw that, but I'm not saying it's not time travel. I'm just saying that wasn't what hit me. Um, although it might have been supposed to be what it hit me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And how did he get out of the quantum realm? 
anyway. <laughs> Excellent question. Because <laughs> yeah, the pills are gone, right? I want to ask that, right? Uh, what is, what's the time jump? What do you guys think the time jump is? It's obviously been, some time has passed. But okay. how much? We're See, talking week, days, weeks, months. I think we've got two different things. I think at the beginning of the movie, it's pretty quick. Because Black Widow's hair, right? It's the blonde that it was in Infinity War. And mm -hmm. then in other trailers, her hair is longer and it's redder and got blonde at the end and all that stuff. So I feel like we've got a fairly serious time jump within the movie itself. Like, I don't necessarily think there's a big time jump between Infinity War and, like, the beginning of this movie. But I think we get a time jump after that. During the movie, yeah. Yeah, like I, think we, get like a, I think we get a significant time jump within the movie. I don't know. Is that out in left field? Maybe? Don't know. Yeah, that's one of the things I've been wondering about is the time jump. What do you think, Melissa? I mean, it's all speculation at this point, right? <clears throat> it's hard to say. I mean, we see um, in the last scene that I guess I was going to talk about, we see Thor, can't leave out Thor, who's sitting somewhere that I can't quite figure out where it is. He's wearing, like, civilian clothes. Maybe Wakanda, because it's like that white just very clean background that looks very i don't know um or maybe it's a cell who knows <laughs> mm -hmm. but um i don't know i don't know what the time difference is i see sally sally you made me think see it's one of the things i don't i didn't pick up on is that is their hair about the time yeah. that's made me think because i'm thinking about when thor meets captain marvel mm-hmm and, you know, I mean, his hand, I mean, it's, well, it comes right beside her head, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't flinch. Mm -mm. And he says, I like her. And mm -hmm. I'm like, how long was his hair? Was it Yeah, long? it was short in the trailer that I was talking about. He had. How long was it when he made it? It's still pretty him? short. I think, I feel like he kind of kept it short. But the, I think, I think Black Widow's hair is maybe a better gauge of a time jump than, than the men's hair. Um. Cap doesn't have a beard. <laughs> no, he does not. He shaves the beard. You're absolutely doesn't right. Doesn't have a beard. That's right. Doesn't have the beard. Who does shave his beard? Um, so. But who do we have left? We've got Howard Cap. the Duck. <laughs> Howard the Ducks. <laughs> We've got um, Ramonda. Did I say her name right? Um, the Queen of Wakanda. Um, Mabuku. Did I say his name right? <laughs> um, Shuri. No, Okoye. Shuri's gone. Shuri's gone. Shuri's gone. They snapped no. her away. No, but no. I thought I read somewhere that, that she confirmed she is, that she's she's among the missing. Yeah. But I thought I read somewhere that she actually, that the actress actually confirmed that she's still alive. She might be, but she's among the missing. Mm hmm. Yes, yeah, so you got Rocket, you got Ant-Man, Black Widow. Cap, Thor. Cap, Thor. You know Cap Iron Man? Iron Man, Nebula are alive. Doctor Strange is... Snapped away. Snapped away. Marvel's um, alive. Marvel's alive. I've also read that Valkyrie 
Valkyrie's she may be. I don't. I don't know. I to me that the end of Infinity War that was a big question mark for me. I didn't know where she was because she'd have been. The thing is, when they attacked the, that the ship, start of Infinity War. Uh huh. Yes, yeah, Valkyrie should have been on that ship. And she should. I mean, she would have been kicking butt, right? I mean, if she had been there, she would have just laid down and that's taken a hole. that. That's a hole. She would not have laid down and taken that. Which well, right. no, no. Here's, it, that, like, Did that, they that, give her a ride somewhere else? I don't. Okay. I don't see that. And this is a bit of a segue because it doesn't make sense that we've got Loki's a Hulk, gone. right? Yeah, yeah, Loki's gone. Loki dies. What I'm saying is we've got a Hulk. It's to me for all like they were on the same ship. Why didn't the Hulk transform way earlier in the battle? Right, Thor's already been laid to waste. You see what I'm saying? Like when we when we enter in the scene. The, the fight is like when they start, you know, yeah, the fight is over. Doesn't Hulk. Did we see Hulk as Hulk at all in Infinity War? No, no, no. That's just it. He, he did kind of pop out the chest. That's why there's speculation. He's actually a scroll. He's not. Which now would be a good thing. Oh, don't I get don't me started. He is. <laughs> I don't think he is, though. I think he's just like freaked out or something. I don't know. But the question is, why is he freaked out? <laughs> like, there's what is the whole rumors going around that possibly Vision that Shuri extracted enough of his consciousness to bring him back online? That's the rumor. Interesting. Have we heard yeah, if yeah. he's going to be in the movie or not? Oh, he's going to be in the movie. He's got to be in the movie. Paul Bettany is in the movie. It's got to be. <laughs> Has that been announced? Oh, he's got to be. There should be no doubt. Although that doesn't mean anything, right? Right. Yeah, I'll said War Machine. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, War Machine's definitely in it. He is alive and well. Mm -hmm. And cranky. Telling Captain Marvel. <laughs> off. <laughs> but, I mean, I think if Shuri is alive, I mean, she is a freaking genius. genius. Mm-hmm. And the technology mm -hmm. that Wakanda holds would be very beneficial. But sure. sure, here's hoping. Here's hoping. But I don't know. There's so many ways this movie could go, and we got three hours to watch it unfold. Yeah, don't don't get the large drink. That's for darn sure. <laughs> and I'll be watching it Friday night in Georgia. How about you guys? Thursday. Thursday the first time, maybe again Sunday. And I will be there on Friday morning at 1030. So we're going to see it like stair steps, I guess. Um, I, my husband and I are going in the morning. So, yeah. I'm How did little... Yeah. Hmm? How did you feel when you heard this week that it wasn't the um, end of phase three? Did it, shock, did it shock you? I mean, like, I know they said, oh, they kind of did, you know, Ant-Man was the end of fate, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you were uh, okay with that? Yeah. I mean, I don't really... I, I don't get too fussed about phase one, phase two, phase three. I couldn't tell you which is which. So I just know what order they kind of came in loosely. And again, Marvel is not my jam. So, <laughs> and I'll be honest, I'm really looking forward to seeing the... Rise of Skywalker trailer in front of Infinity War Endgame, so... 
how much different do you think it's going to be? Oh, we'll just get in. We'll get into Skywalker in a second. So that's uh, kind of my jam there. I I just I'm. I'm hoping they show it, um, but no, I, I didn't really worry too much about it. Um, I was a little surprised. That was sort of my response when I read that, that when uh, Kevin Feige said that, or um, Feige, how do you say his name? Anyway, um, when he said that, I was a little surprised, but beyond that, I didn't really worry too much about it, because it, to me, it's just a sort of arbitrary division point that doesn't really have a whole lot of bearing for me on what's happening. And I doubt I'll even go see far from home. I don't, I don't even think I'll go see it. So, I mean, unless y'all are like, <laughs> you have to go see it, then I'll be like, okay, fine. whatever. I felt like that deserved another gasp. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Fox has been acquired now. That's the only reason I say that. I think far from home, hopefully the far from home post credit scenes will have some kick to the X-Men and, Maybe give us some clues how they're going to, you know, X-Men and Fantastic Four and how they're going to bring those guys in. If they're going to bring those guys in anytime soon. I think I think we'll, I think they'll give us a little bit of a taste. And then I think we're going to be, you know, a year or two away from stuff. Okay. That's my that's my thought. Works for me. Uh, what do you think, Melissa? I don't know. <laughs> Does it well? Did it surprise you to hear that this is this movie Endgame is not going to be a um, is not going to be the end of Phase Three? Phase Three, right? Mm-hmm. Not or, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that doesn't. All right, I just don't see where it has a whole lot of impact on the overarching story. You know, I'm just not that fussed about it. So, is there anything else we want to say about Endgame? Can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I'm excited. Excited. Counting down the days. So, somewhat like I'm sure we're also all counting down the days. Anything else happened this week? Anything else big? Last week something did happen. Yeah, last week something, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, last week something huge happened. What's that? (sighs) Star Wars Celebration. And more (laughs) importantly, from my perspective, because I couldn't be at Star Wars Celebration was the fact that they dropped the first trailer for The Rise of Skywalker, Episode 9. And I have so many thoughts. We have a title. Yes, we do have a title. And I am really super excited about the title. Um, I don't know about y'all. Um, are you, How are y'all feeling about the title? Perplexed. Perplexed. Okay. I mean... There's so many ways they could go with that. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I think during a conversation you and I had, Mm -hmm. I think we know where it's going. Yeah, I I have feelings. Frankie, what do you think? How'd you, what'd you think about the title? Well, I sent you, I sent you a text immediately time, you know, because I was, you know, at work and you sent me the name of the title and I sent it right back. Mm -hmm. My initial response was like, right, there we go, Rise of Skywalker. And I was like, Rise of Skywalker. First we have Space Jesus. And it's it, you know it is Easter season rising from the dead. And I was like space Jesus, and now rise rise Skywalker. And that was just a little bit. It was a little ham, you know. Maybe it's just where too my, on the nose. It was just kind of funny, right? And we got space Jesus with Anakin, and then we get you know it's Easter season, and then you announce right at Easter season this. Well, it, it could be Jewish, it could be Passover season. 
I don't know when Ramadan. Or any is. number, anyway. any number of uh, of Eastern Religi- religions that have been influential in Star Wars as well, which have nothing to do with Easter. Right, but, but, but my background. So, so I'm going to put my you know perspective on. I'm like space Jesus, and now we got rise. It's how we're like rising from the dead because there's been you know there's speculation about Anakin rising. There's been speculation about Luke coming back, and then when you and then when I of course get to see the trailer and I get to hear the laugh. Or is, it's just, there was just, you know, I was, I'm okay with the title. I think the title's fine. I'm not, I'm not angry. I know some people are angry just to be angry. I think it's a great title, mm-hmm. but it was just, it was an initially very comical to me. Well, all right. First of all, I looked at the three trilogies and said, okay, we've got Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi, and then Rise of Skywalker, Right. And so, to me, this goes back to something that we've been harping on since, like, episode four with the notion of balance in Star Wars. Right, Melissa? Yeah? Yes. Balance in Star Wars. My favorite. So, Sith for the prequels, Jedi for the originals, Skywalker, something new, not dark side, not light side, something balanced in Skywalker. So I think it has that meaning. And I am certainly not the only person who has thought that. I've heard it in numerous places floating around, but that was one of the things that kind of came to me as I was thinking about them. But I've, I've also heard other people say it. The other thing that I think it's worth noting about this is that we didn't notice it but the sequel trilogy is about Anakin too. The original trilogy was about Anakin. The prequel trilogy was about Anakin. And dadgum if the sequel trilogy isn't about Anakin. We didn't notice. It was a freaking head fake. But it's been about Anakin since Kylo Ren picked up that mask and said, Show me, Grandfather. The power of the dark. It's been about Anakin the whole time. The chosen one. And, and with bringing back Palpatine, it, it totally brought that into focus. And it's like, wow. I mean, and so for me, anyone who's still harping on that, oh, Lucasfilm didn't have a plan? No. Lucasfilm has had a plan from the start. And I'm guessing that plan had a lot to do with George Lucas's plan. And they just didn't tell us. So I, I, that's just what I'm thinking. And the other thing about Skywalker, it's an obvious reference to me um, to Ben Solo, who is a Skywalker, who is the Skywalker of the sequel trilogy in terms of force, active Force users. It's, it's Ben. So, yeah, that's where we are. So I'm going to put a pause there. I'm going to, I'm going to make a couple of things there. So in, I'm not disagreeing with you. What, I, what I'm going to say is like, to me, it was um, the force awakens was my goodbye to Han Han. Um, the last Jedi, my goodbye to Luke. And I had in my mind, goodbye, you know, this, you know, the rise of Skywalker, goodbye to Leia. Obviously um, I do say they had a plan. However, the plan changed. We have to admit that. That's when you when you said that they had a plan. I agree, but but Carrie Fisher died. 
and it, I mean, I know they can. I know they reworked it, and I made it made some issues here. But you cannot tell me that what they had in mind was exact, exactly the same, because Carrie Fisher died. And that's why I said I miss Carrie Fisher. When you said I said I, and I reply back, it means I'm, I miss Carrie Fisher because I think we have to get something different. We have to. We do. We do. We have to because Carrie Fisher wasn't there to make to film the scenes. And I know they use some old footage and things like that, but you know what? It's not the same. It's not. It's not what they're their plan. It was changed. I think they did. I, I agree with you. They did have a plan. I think their plan did change. Um, where you and, and where you say Rise of Skywalker being about Ben Solo being a Skywalker, you're forgetting the other Skywalker that's been in all and all in, the, in these as well. Leia. No, I'm not forgetting her. But you, but you said no. I said active force user. Active force user. I said active force user. I qualified it. I qualified. I think this was her movie. Oh, I'm not and disagreeing I, with you in the slightest. I, I would not disagree with you at all about but that. But I don't think and it I, could be her movie the same way. Is all I'm saying. I didn't say that. I didn't. And yeah. I'm not disagreeing with you that this is going to be the goodbye to Leia because I think it will be a goodbye to Leia. And certainly they had to modify their plan. But at the same time, I still think there was a blueprint, and you can still adhere fairly closely to a blueprint. Even if you do lose Leia, because they had to figure, they have to figure out a way to still do hit some of the same beats that they had planned to hit, even without Leia. And I, I don't know that they're going to kill Leia off. I don't pretend to have any idea what's going to happen with Leia. I'm a little, I'm very concerned about Leia's fate. Very concerned. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to find a way to pay homage to Leia. Uh, and that doesn't mean that they are going to take her out of this equation because very well they might not. So I'm not disagreeing with you in the slightest about that. I'm just saying I feel like they had a plan from the jump. And um, I don't think that I don't think that this whole idea somehow that Disney and Lucasfilm are just making this up as they go along is an accurate thing because people, for some reason, they want to think that. And I think it's because they didn't like the way, I think it's because they didn't like The Last Jedi. So they're automatically just, oh, well, and Ryan Johnson said that no one told him what to do. But I think Ryan Johnson watched The Force Awakens and decided what to do. And when he presented his plan to Lucasfilm, I'm like, yep, that works. That's that's in our that's in our wheelhouse. That's in our, and they wouldn't have made his movie. They would not have made his movie if they didn't like it. If it didn't fit their plan, and I know that because they fired Colin Trevorrow. He couldn't produce what they wanted, so they fired him. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that. Um, so, so I think we're on the same page. I just think, like I said, I think we got a slightly, I do, I do, I do think it did, the only thing I was interjecting was I think it had to slightly alter because of. Sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, other I, than that, let's just dive into the trailer. Okay. Melissa, did you see this trailer? You saw this trailer at least, right? I did. Okay. I did. Okay. Um, I think you and my husband had the same response with chills. Right? I did. I got chills watching yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I, I can't exactly explain why, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I totally did. Yeah. It was a great trailer. I think I've seen I, this trailer about 10 times now. At least. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he he was watching it out um, outside with me on the outside TV, and he looked at me, and he was just watching, and he looked over at me with this kind of grin on his face. He was like, chills the whole time, the whole time. <laughs> so they did something right, don't you think? I mean, the opening scene was just awesome. Right, right, right. Where did you end the opening scene with her jump, or where is that where you end the opening scene? Yes. You know, it's interesting. I've noticed that. Obviously, you're supposed to notice that scene, but that is fully half of the trailer. It yeah. is fully half of the trailer because I've watched it. You know, I kept watching it on my computer and I kept backing mm-hmm. up like second by second to watch just like different little itty bitty bits. Mm-hmm. That is fully half of it. That one scene is half of the trailer. Okay, so let's let's look at that. Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, the first bit is Ray breathing. I mean, did were y'all y'all knew it was Ray, right? I knew it yes. was Ray. Uh, Melissa, did you have thoughts it was anybody else, or were you thinking Ray from the start? That was my first intuitive thought that yeah. it was that it was Ray. That yeah. was Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, this breathing didn't. Th- this breathing sounded. Um, calming like deep breaths calming centering oneself they didn't sound panicked they wasn't gaspy like we heard in the first couple of trailers for say tfa and the last jedi uh did y'all have that same thought that it was more of a calming centering breath or did you get another feel for it i got a different feel okay but um just more of a What's the word? You know, when a battle's about to start, that fight or flight kind of feel. Hmm. It's what I got from it. But okay, Frankie, what did you think? Yeah, I was. I'm, I mean, you and I are in complete agreement. That was a that was a calming, that was a calming, focusing breath to me. That's okay. what she was like. You were going. You can see the Tie Fighter in the distance, and so can Ray. Oh uh, yeah, but I'm just, I'm like yeah. before I even see that. I'm just before you, you know. I'm just listening to her breathing before I. So, because as you're breaking up the scene, my first part of that is just the breathing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But that's the difference screen. between me and Ray. She is a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm is... probably imposing a little bit of how I would feel if that if I were in that situation on that yeah. boat. So you're on a desert planet. I mean, we don't even know what desert planet she's on, and then all of a sudden, you know, the first so order. Was... I think it's Tatooine. <laughs> I think it's Tatooine now. I think it's Tatooine. Yeah, I think it's Tatooine. Okay, and I'm, okay, we'll go. We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Um, so, because I'm not done with the breathing, because like I said, okay, go ahead. I, the breathing part to me, like I was focused on that before I even saw that she, you know the Tie Fighter coming. That's when I am like, oh, she is, you know, she is, um, you know, you know, you know with like you know, all the Jedi training. To me, she was do, using all of that, and, and then you hear Luke's voice focusing, you know, mm-hmm. as far as this is a thousand generations coming into you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was not, to me, I wasn't panicked. I didn't think she was panicked at all. Mm-hmm. But her face doesn't look panicked. You're right. No. She looks yeah. She looks mm-hmm. determined. But And her lips quirk up a little bit. <laughs> she yeah. knows he's in that TIE fighter. <laughs> and I, I think it's really clear he's not trying to kill her. Um, if he was trying like to kill to her, <laughs> if he, okay, I'm sorry. He's in a tie interceptor that is armed with presumably lots of guns. If he's trying to kill her, wouldn't he shoot her? Well, he tried that once with Luke and that didn't turn out very well. So maybe, 
I am. I'm going to withhold for the judgment. Record, on. She's the one who always shoots at him. You're going to withhold judgment. Okay. I'm going to withhold judgment on that scene as far as like what the what the interaction is because I feel baited. Mm-hmm. My yeah. initial thought was it was some sort of training sequence, but I've kind of backed away. Like I've I've got a lot of conflicting thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, but my initial thought was some sort of training sequence, like they are working together and she's doing that flip as like a training thing because I'm watching it and thinking if he's trying to kill her, then he's going to be shooting at her because, you know, he has guns to do those things. And, um, and, and I'm assuming it's Kylo and the tie and I'm going to assume that y'all think it's Kylo and the tie fighter as well. No, Frankie, who you, who do you think it is? That's what I, think. I, I, no, I don't think it's Hux. I don't, oh, okay. I think I feel baited. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, yeah it totally it's, does. Like it's, that's it's, what they want you to think. It's half the trailer. It's he's not he's not shooting, uh, or or she's not shooting. And all I know is there is a tie, and it is it is coming down on her. So instead of it wants me to make a judgment. Does that make sense? It wants me to, do, and so I'm not giving that because you're right. If he's trying to kill her, he's blast, 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 right? Mark. It could just be someone else from the resistance um, walking her through a training from the resistance. Um, and I don't think anybody. So what I'm saying is, is, is this that um, it could be, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of because you know, she does fire that she does fire her, her lightsaber. You know, I think I feel baited in that scene. Like it's wanting me to go one way. Like, like we're, it, I think it's wanting to set you up with Ray versus Kylo because it says it's, but because he finishes with this, you know, Luke finishes last sentence says, you know, we've passed around a thousand generations of knowledge, but this is your battle now. Yeah, mm-hmm. he says her lessons have come to an end, and now this, the knowledge of a generation of a Jedi is concentrated in this. Last. I feel like it is pushing me to believe this is a battle between those two, and I and, and so my natural inclination is just to resist that. Does that make yeah, sense? I don't necessarily think it's a battle either. So, I also don't think it's. A, I don't necessarily believe it's a training session. That's a weird training session. Why? Well, I don't think you should. You, why would you train somebody to fight a fight a, a tie fighter? Unless they are blazing at you, that would be you know stupid. what you know what. No, could you understand? Now hear, now hear me yeah, out because if you're yeah. gonna tra- if you're gonna train if you're gonna train somebody to fight somebody one on one against a tie fighter, you would train them to fight against them blasting at you. Um, because any other tie fighter pilot mm-hmm. would have been shooting at them. Well, my other thought process is, or thought process was it's just an Uber ride. So there's that. That was <laughs> that, that's actually that's actually where I was. I like she's suspicious. hitching a ride somewhere. That was my and this mm-hmm. that was my thing. She's catching a ride. I heard, but I don't. I don't necessarily think. She, I mean, that I man. That's where I'm like, and that's where I think it's a sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. Where, oh, I kind of agree with Melissa. You know what? I don't know who's in the. I don't know who the Uber pilot is. And here's the other thing. Before, and and I can talk about this because we said that if it happened at celebration, then it was free game, right? Right. So, in they showed before they started the live stream because I was home on Friday and I watched the live stream. So I watched the panel as it streamed and I watched the the trailer as it dropped. And before the panel started, they showed some footage from you know, previous to all of this. And there was a scene with Kylo unmasked 
walking across this sand planet and there was this kind of either it, it might have been the sunrise it might have been an explosion in the background it's really hard to tell because it happened really fast I've seen several gifts of it and so that led me to think that they were potentially having this force connection and they're doing their famous arguing thing and um he's coming at her in the tie fighter basically it's a game of chicken and she jumps up and she causes a tie fighter to crash and he comes out and he's walking towards her and that was just sort of and that's you know fantastical that's based on nothing but me just speculating wildly you know with that one gift that i saw from that particular uh sequence from the film and so it could be any number of things. My initial thought was training session, and I told y'all I had lots of thoughts. So, training session, Uber ride, um, or Lyft, as the case might be. And, and it could be an adversarial situation. I don't think we have enough information. But I don't think, and I, you will, until the Rise of Skywalker shows me Kylo Ren stabbing Rey... I don't think he wants to hurt her. You're going to have to show me him physically trying to kill her before I believe it. So I'm just telling you, don't waste your time time to tell me that that's what, because that's not what the story has said so far. Period. It's not. It is not, Frankie. I can see that look on your face and y'all... Our loyal listeners, Frankie has the look on his face like, I'm crazy. Like, I don't know what I'm looking at, but I do. He's not trying to kill her. Well, or his weapons could have been disabled somehow. Sure. So he doesn't have the opportunity to try to kill her. Okay. We can go with that, too. <laughs> you can't see my face tonight. <laughs> we, can, we can go with that. Sure. He, he, he's, yeah. Okay. All right. So I think, uh, I think Luke's voiceover, uh, Oh, one other thing that I noticed about the trailer, she's got on makeup. Did you notice that Melissa? Yeah. She's got on makeup again, kind of like she had on when she went to see Kylo. She put herself in, you know, the coffin like Snow White and shipped herself overnight express to him. Remember? When she did yeah. that in The Last Jedi and she had stopped at Space Sephora and gotten makeup <laughs> and freshed herself up. I think she's all freshened up again. She's got a new outfit. She's got her makeup her on. Her clothes are clean. Her clothes are clean. Her boy's coming to see her and she jumps on and she jumps in. Because I read somewhere or heard somewhere that that TIE Fighter's a two-seater too. So, you know, they're going on a date. He's going to be there in five <laughs> seconds and she'll be ready to go. Oh, my Lord. Oh, oh Atlanta. Okay. <laughs> oh, Frankie's so life's going to be miserable for the next eight months, and I cannot <laughs> wait. <laughs> There's no question about how Sally feels about Kylo and Ray. My boy Ben is a good boy. He's coming back. Yeah. I told him to come back. <laughs> okay, so the voiceover. Luke says... Um, We've taught you all we know. Um, a thousand generations of knowledge rests in you. This is your fight now. Uh, who's he talking to? 
Right. Is it that simple? Maybe not. I don't know. Frankie, is, who's he talking to? So that was one of the notes I, I made as well. Um, and he says we. Yeah, he does say we. Um, because I, I think he's speaking to... When he says we, I think he's just referring to the, all the Jedi in, mm -hmm. in, in general. Um, who is he talking to? Because... Mm -hmm. Like I said, the trailer heavily leads you believe he is talking to Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, That's bait. That's bait, right? <laughs> I yeah, you know, that is bait. I was thinking the same thing. That is bait. Who is he talking to, and when is he talking? Mm-hmm. Because he's not necessarily talking. These may not be lines in the movie at all. You're right. That is just. And like I said, I have, um, I don't know, I've become, I, I, we, we had a text chain going about this. I've become very speculative. You know, there's something that just feels like it's going to tie it all together and it's going to blow our mind. This movie's about Anakin Skywalker. That doesn't, that, no, but <laughs> don't I, you tell. Understand, you understand what I'm saying? As far as like, when I saw the same thing, I was like, who is he talking to? Hmm. And when does this take, and, and you know, when does, you know, it, you're right, it might not make the movie. And when does this talk happen? I do think he, I do think Luke, Luke Force Ghost appears to Ray mm -hmm. in this movie because he owes her an, at least another lesson or two. He owes her freaking apologies, what he owes her. Hey, he said he'd give her three lessons. Well, there was another lesson. They just cut it out of The Last Jedi. But, you know. if, if I don't see it, it doesn't count. If this on the. <laughs> Uh, Melissa, did you, or did you just take it as red? I mean, the first time I saw it, I kind of took it as red, and then I then I rewatched it umpteen dozen times, so... Yeah. You, you think Ray? Which I think is totally valid, right? I mean, he could just be talking to Ray. Yeah, the first time I saw it, I, I that's obviously how I took it, because that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I, up until this moment, <laughs> that's how I took it. So, See? <laughs> I mean, I do believe the movie is about Anakin, but mm -hmm. how much of that is going to be in your face? I don't know. I think there's a distinct possibility that we includes a couple force ghosts, maybe up to and including Anakin Skywalker. And I'm not convinced that it's up to you now isn't spoken to Either Ray or Ben or potentially both of them. And I kind of am leaning towards both of them, especially with what we get at the very end of the trailer. And I had heard rumors and things going around that I didn't take seriously about, you know, there's an, a bigger bad out there, right? And I think I can say that given what we hear in the trailer, right, with Palpatine. So... Uh, if if we look at it from that perspective, I can see Ray and Kylo teaming up, or Ray and Ben teaming up, depending on who he is at that point. And I think we're going to see him shed. Um, we're going to see him shed the Kylo Ren persona at some point. I'm hoping it's like end of Act One. Honestly, the sooner we get rid of that whole First Order Ben as Emperor or whatever thing, the happier I'll be. Like, I'd, I would have been happy with it never having happened. But because it happened, um, 
and it complicated the story, which is what Ryan needed to do. Um, I'm all over him being like, eh, let's get rid of this whole first order thing. And go ahead, Frankie. You have well, a thought, that's, obviously. No, my thought is because I think this leads pr- perfectly into this right here. And you sent me a screenshot that I didn't see the first, you know, first couple times of, of the trailer. Who's who's fixing the mask? Well, you said Ewok hands, and I and I, I'm not no, I'm convinced really you're wrong. <laughs> no, 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 because see, no, I see because I think this is really funny because usually you and I battle a lot, but I think people you and I didn't really, know that. I think you and I are really synergized on this because I'm I'm back. I'm thinking it was Tatooine as well because originally we thought we both said we thought it was a Rogue One. Jetta. Jetta. We thought it was Jetta. But then and, and hold on. To be fair, let me tell our listeners why why I thought that. And Frankie, you can chime in or whatever. Uh, both of us agreed the same. Uh, we agreed. I'm but sorry. we thought Jetta because they filmed Jetta in Wadi Rum, and that's where all these Kyber crystals initially were, because that's why the Empire was there. And we understood. We're not stupid. We saw what happened to Jetta, but it's been thirty plus years, so potentially, and not all of Jetta went away. So we were thinking that it looked a lot like Jetta. And 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 that was why it wasn't that we had any other information that made us go Jetta. Um but I I have started leaning Tatooine. Same thing. So Same. Yeah. like I said, complete agreement. So here's what's funny. Do you know whose hands I think they are? Whose? Jawa hands. Oh. They're rat-like hands. Look at them. They're rat-like hands, and Jawas are rat-like creatures. Uh, cool. Oh, my God. That'd be so awesome. Uh, I'd love to see them come back. The, ja- the thing about Jawas are known to take and repair and fix stuff. And they're Jawa yeah, hands. they'd have the... If y'all can hear my keyboard, I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> I try so not to. So after re-watching, re-watching and, and looking at that screenshot, I was like, wow, because Jawas have... Are, are, they're more rat-like than people, and I was like, right, that could be Jawa because they're not Ewok hands. Or I mean, not Ewok hands, but I was like, the, you, you might be if the Ewok are even still alive. You would hope. You know, the Ewok are still alive because there's one. There's one in the a Han Solo movie, a Han Solo book. Yeah, there right. is. Well, the they you can. know the Death Star we see in this trailer is like wrecked on their moon, so mm-hmm. that had to cause some havoc. Hmm. So yeah. So my so when after I saw it again and again and again and again and look at the screenshot, I was like, oh, I wonder if those are Jawa hands. Hmm. Curious. I am that would not, be so cool. <laughs> I I I'm I'm not seeing a good image of Jawa hands at this. There's point. a lot of things that are tying this movie back to the original mm. trilogy. I think I think mm-hmm. they're going to kick a lot back to you. And that was actually I I I don't know if you're on that part of that text chain where I sent uh, something to Sally. Mm-mm. Where I said it sounds a lot like Return of the Jedi to me. Yeah. Death no, Star, I didn't see that, but Death I was Star kind of out of the loop, as you know. <laughs> and Palpatine sounds like Return. Mm. I um, that's an interesting, interesting thought. Um, but the hands that I noticed first were the gloved hands uh, that were in the Tie Fighter. I'm pretty sure those are Kylo's hands. Uh, they're definitely not Kylo's hands fixing the the mask, but um, but they I think they're Kylo's hands in that Tie Fighter, and that may be a feint, not unlike 
the Last Jedi trailer where it appears that he's going to fire on Leia. Now, I never bought that. Frankie, I know you did. Because <laughs> you called me. You're like, he's going to kill Leia. And I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> but I never bought that. But it, so that could easily be a feint for us to think this is that same scene. And, I, I, you know, I don't know. As you said, that's bait. Um, and here's the other thing. Let's go kicking back to Rogue One. You don't know what's going to land on the cutting room floor, right? True. I don't think we're going to have the same situation. I, you know, I hope not because that was that was. There were a lot of scenes from Rogue One that I saw in the previews. I was like, well, "Where is that in the movie?" Sure. I think you probably liked the end result better than what they initially did, though. Because I heard, I, like, I, I, I heard that the initial movie had a wedding at the end, and you don't like romance, so that probably would have bothered you a lot. It, I would have yeah, loved sure. it. You would have hated it. It would have bothered me because it would have left. It would have created a, 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 a you know, something in the time stream that didn't didn't work. It would they have bothered me. I think that no, they, they, they didn't. No, they didn't. They no, they didn't. It would have left room for another movie where they could have shown them doing something else for the rebellion, and then dying. Not necessarily. Anyway, let's move along. All right. So uh, the Tie Fighter starts screaming across the desert, um, and Ray turns around and looks at him, and she looks over her shoulder, and it kind of reminds me of the time that when Ben kind of looks over his shoulder in TFA, but um, when he's Kylo, obviously. But with this um, Tie Fighter, I think we've already kind of covered it. Is there? Any reason to think it's not Kylo behind the stick of that TIE fighter? I I don't... Frankie, you're saying it's bait. Melissa, do you have any other reason to think that it's not Kylo? I don't have a reason to think it's not him, but... Well, I mean, you said yourself it could be a training. And yeah, if it's I just think it's training, then it doesn't necessarily... It could be anybody. It doesn't have to be Kylo. And if they're not shooting, why aren't they shooting? Mm. It could be, like you said, it's training. It's someone else. Could be if it's there's a lot of there's a lot of what ifs in that scenario, mm-hmm. so I don't want I'm going to withhold judgment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not um, going to say it's definitely Kylo. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. I guess we'll have to. Play. Okay, in that scene, in that scene too. How about this? What, this is something I, I. What is also on her hip? On her hip. Yes. The lightsaber. No, she's got lightsaber in her hand. What's oh, it's it's hip? Han's gun. It's Han's gun. So she's holding Han's gun and Luke's lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Han's uh, gun. I think the Han's gun thing is big. But that also brings up one more thing. Where's her staff? Now, we see it later in the trailer, but in that moment, where's her staff? You know, does so... Does Ben have it? He does. She we see it later. She, he's holding it. We don't know that it's the exact same thing, but it probably... I feel... Never mind. I'm not going to say what I think. Okay. You can say what you feel. I mean, like I said, I I, I thought it was like to me the biggest biggest part of that scene was the fact that because kick back all the way to Obi Wan Kenobi, blasters are not the weapon of a Jedi. Mm-mm. She's not a Jedi. You understand what I'm saying, right? You understand what I'm saying. She's not a Jedi. Um, I know. I know she's not a Jedi, but you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She is carrying that blaster. Neither are staffs, by the way. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not seeking to be argumentative by saying that. I'm just pointing out 
that she has so many other weapons at her disposal that sort of make her not your traditional Jedi. Yeah, I agree with you, Frankie, though. Her carrying Han's gun is huge. That sends a message, because, I think. Because if you look at that part of it, and then later in the trailer, time jump in the trailer, whose medal do we see? Either Han or uh, Luke's, but probably either, Han's. Either Han or Luke's, mm-hmm. but probably Han's, because she's probably getting it from Leia. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I I have thoughts on that. But okay, not not the metal thing, but about the staff thing. Okay, so... Then the next scene is Kylo body slamming an unknown actor. And um, I have heard all sorts of theories about who this is and blah, 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 blah. Who do y'all think? I mean, and y'all, he's got the lightsaber lit. The sucker's a broadsword. He doesn't screw around. He lifts this guy up and body slams him to the ground. I watched that on repeat a couple times. Like, good God. Big guy. So well, who's he doing this to? Who do we think this is? Melissa, you can go first. I mean, the the garb looks kind of like what Luke was wearing, but that can't be it, right? I mean, it's really hard to see. To be fair, it's really hard to see. Like, no matter how many, how much you slow it down, how many, like, just like scene, 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 scene. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not carrying a lightsaber. It looks more like a sickle. Yeah, it's just... Some sort of melee weapon. Yeah. Who do I think it is? I think it's nobody. You think it's nobody? Some random resistance fighter? I think think it happened so fast, and I think it's on purpose on fast, that it's supposed... Oh, he's fighting the Knights of Ren. Mm -hmm. Because it's it's such... I think they... And that's definitely a feint. I definitely think it wants you to think he's fighting the Knights of Ren. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think it's nobody. See, there's a stormtrooper right beside him, right? Yeah. And and, right. and and I have heard that it's a night of rent. It's a night of rent. He's wearing black. And I'm looking at it. I'm going, that is happening so fast. And the lighting is so vague and so fuzzy. It's all red. I am not convinced that's a night of rent. I yeah. thought when I saw it that it was probably some sort of resistance fighter potentially on the planet uh, that that they're on, like the first order going out to subdue another planet. And so I am taking a serious departure from a lot of folks in the Raylo fandom when I say, I really don't think it's a Knight of Ren. Um, I, I just, they were like, oh, it looks like salad bowl head guy, the guy with like the, the walk on his head. And I'm like, ah, I don't like the walk to me. That looks like something else, a different kind of hat or a different kind of helmet. So I, I, I don't think it's a Knight of Ren, but I think there are plenty of people out there who do, and that's totally fair. I get why you're saying it. I just don't see it. Um, but what, to me, this scene is so important, and, and what it speaks to me so much about is that Kylo Ren is a very different kind of supreme leader than, say, uh, Snoke. Yeah, he's on the battlefield. He's yeah. in the front. Am I, in- am I right? I mean, good. I mean, can you imagine Snoke being on the battlefield? No, not at all. I mean, what? the Emperor is not going on the battlefield. I mean, Kylo yeah. Ren is, in the final analysis... He's a soldier as opposed to supreme leader type to, in like, my like, head. Like Vader. Like Vader was yeah. on, like, like Vader. Yeah, he, he'd have been in the thick of it, which is a call back to his grandfather. And 
every time I have these thoughts, again, I have this really outlandish theory that keeps coming back to me and I, God almighty. All right. So, um, then the next scene is, um, the mask. the mask. Yeah. And I've already said it's not been repairing it. Frankie said, I don't think any of us think it's been repairing it. Right. No, it looks like Jawa hands to me, yeah. but, um, and, and here's to me, it begs the question. Um, let's say they're bringing the mask back because clearly they are. Um, could it be a decoy wearing it? A la Padme in the Phantom Menace. Could be. Like you said, I don't know that that's a really interesting scene. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not trusting anything right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think they, and I think they're going to be very, I think, uh, I think any leaks, I'm not trusting leaks right now. Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. not trusting, and, and I'm not trusting scene selection because I think they want us doing what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, Melissa, do you have any thoughts on that mask scene? Beside from maybe it's Jawa hands as who knows who it is. I, I really didn't notice the hands as much. I would have to go back and watch it, I guess, but, mm -hmm. um, slow it way down. <laughs> I will. And I, my first thought was it was Kylo, but that was just kind of mm -hmm. rushing through it and not really analyzing it too much. Speaking as a fan of Adam driver as an actor, um, those aren't his hands. <laughs> not unless he has really, really, Really I wasn't looking <laughs> like I really wasn't looking at the hands. It just kind of like, hands. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Jawas don't really have rat hands. They wear black gloves. Yeah. yeah. It, which is why I, which is why Frankie, you said, Ooh, Ewok hands. And, and that was why I wasn't totally discarding Ewok hands as a, as a possibility because. No, after looking at them again and again and again, they're not Ewok hands. Um, the Ewok hands are big, really fat and around. Which would be horrible at caught in stubby, which would be horrible at climbing trees. But that having been said, they are hairy in the same way that those hands were. Mm -hmm. So, and there are Ewoks in the extended canon, the books that are currently canon. There's at least one Ewok who is technically savvy. So, very tech savvy. So, that's not like an automatic disqualifying characteristic. Um, now the next scene, Finn is holding Ray's staff. His Finn hair is, is longer. So we've had a time jump between the last Jedi and the rise of Skywalker. I am going back to what I initially thought, which is about a year. And when I listened to, I re-listened to our podcast on predictions and I was like, okay, I guess three years. Cause I think Melissa, you said one year, Frankie, you said five I really think it's one. Like I said three because I didn't feel like I could say one or five. I really think it's one. Um, but I could be wrong. Um, but his hair is a little bit longer and he's holding her staff and he's watching something. And I think he's watching her jump on top of that freaking TIE fighter. I think they're um. all watching her jump on top of that TIE fighter. I don't know. I'm not disagreeing. Um, one of my my only other thought is that if that if that back then and and I'm possibly of two different things. I definitely say we're back on the indoor for a bit. Okay. I think you know Tatooine comes into my mind too. Um, but 
one of the things that kind of reminded me of. And I said return because, and I said, well, could I be on back on Jakku, thinking about when how when Han said to Luke as they're getting ready to get thrown into the starlight, and and you know Luke looks at Han and says, I was born on this planet, and Han says, by the time you're getting ready to die on this planet, you know it's you know that whole little circle like they do little you know they could do a little circle thing back to that. Um, it's ring theory. It rhymes. Yeah, that's too simplistic, exactly. but you know. That's well, it's no more simple. It's, it's no more simplistic than than her being an all in white suddenly, as a bride. Well, she was in a stand-in for White in The Force Awakens. So, to me, I think I think JJ also made the comment they're kind of circling back around with her wardrobe in part to help with uh, the Leia scenes, like her hair in part is to help with some of those Leia scenes because Leia. Her stuff is mostly circa TFA, some of those scenes. And I think they're trying to further emphasize the whole yin and yang nature of Kylo Ren and Rey with her being in that stark white, which also bringing to mind Geonosis Padme, and it's also bringing to mind Padme in a couple different outfits. And again, with my, I mean, Melissa, I told you my outlandish theory. So, um, it's, it's bringing that stuff to mind for me with, you know, Kylo in the dark and Anna and Ray in the light as not unlike Anakin and Padme reverse Anadala and all that stuff. That's not the outlandish theory, but, um, to me, it's pretty clear that they've been doing this whole reversal of Padme and Anakin, despite what many people would like to think i think that's where they're going with this like these two are going to fix the problems of anakin and padme so we'll see okay kind of backtracking a little bit but i had to look up apparently jawa do have furry hands (laughs) i never noticed their hands before because they were in gloves yeah and i couldn't find a good picture when i looked it up but did you find a good picture i know i just looked i just googled do jawa have furry hands <laughs> okay <laughs> and and yes they do and as we know already they are scavengers and they mm-hmm. so it would make sense that it was a jawa that's you know this is technology they scavenge if they're, they're on tatooine certainly yeah <gasps> oh i just had a thought what if Ray is jumping on top of that TIE fighter? She disables it. It crashes. He rips the helmet off, throws it. It breaks again because broken, right? And then the Jawas are scavenging the TIE fighter and the... Fixing the helmet. And fixing the helmet, playing around with it because they can. That How about one? the red droid? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd be that's funny. That's yeah. funny. That's comical. I'm sure there will be some lightheartedness stuff in there too. Yeah, well it has to be. Okay. I'm sure there's gonna be a repulsive creature in there too. Oh Well yes. he's already on the, one of the posters, like the fake leak poster, which I'm not I don't know. I think that's probably we'll see a variant on that poster, I bet. Okay, so the next scene is Lando piloting the Falcon and he has the laugh. It's the laugh, Lando's laugh. Was, was that not amazing? Pure, was it just pure joy for anybody? Yes. I mean, that was just, just pure yeah. joy. That's all I had was pure joy. I was like, oh, Lando's laughing. I love it. Uncle Wamlo. <laughs> yeah. That was just pure joy. I don't know what, I don't know where they're going. I don't know what they're doing. I know I see Lando and Chewbacca and I'm, I'm just happy. 
Yeah. It's amazing. It's pretty so awesome. Yes. And then I, I have become convinced as Todd Wayne that they're on. Um, that would make sense. Uh, again, with the whole full circle thing and going back with Anakin. The other thing is some of those scenes like when they're shooting down to that canyon kind of thing, it made me think about the pod racing from Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. And that was obviously on Tatooine. And so, I don't know. It just, it, to me, it's, uh, to me, the evidence is building for Tatooine, although I'm perfectly willing to be wrong about that. And I don't, you know, you know, I don't know. Um, anybody want to argue with me? There's a moth flying in my closet. I have no idea how it got here, but it just flew into the web camera. (laughs) Does anyone want to argue with her? Nobody on the planet wants to argue. (laughs) You do it all the time. I can't imagine that you don't want to. I don't want to. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Had to do it. Had to do it. Okay, so the next scene is a metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, my initial thought it was Han's medal, but I just pointed out it could be Luke's medal as well because they're the same. Um, uh, but I don't, I mean, I don't have a dog in the fight. I'm not going to say, no, it has to be Luke's or anything like that. I'm just saying it could be Luke's. Although I agree it probably is Han's. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. Right. I think that would make the most sense for what we believe is going on in this. I do think it's Hans Medalist as well. All right, there's, if we if we skip one part, have you guys seen the still side-by-side of the ships, the spaceships flying? I haven't because, seen the still, huh? So there's think. the still that shows Ray's parents leaving. So there's... there's oh, yeah, 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 I saw that. So so he did make note that... He, that yeah, more of Ray's uh, lineage would be explained in this movie. That's not how I interpreted that comment, but okay. And then there's a side by side that shows the spaceship flying, you know, on through the rain that shows the two from the back, mm-hmm. and it says these are the same. This is same the same tail space. lights. This is the same spaceship. The spaceship that you see leaving child, child, um, you know, child Ray. And this is the same spaceship. Don't get me wrong. This is one of those times when, like, I think this is definitely, this is on purpose. Does that make sense? I think this is, like, on purpose they put the, the two taillights that are just like um, The Force Awakens to the two taillights that are exactly like The, the uh, Rise of the Jedi. Did you? See, so you haven't seen that speculation? Actually, I have I have seen that now that you put rem- Pointed out to me, and I sure. I, sure. And, and and Abrams did say that that, that Ray's lineage was going to be Again, further explained. I didn't interpret that comment that way. If it's the comment that I'm thinking about, but the comment that he says yes, Ray's parentage are going to be more explained with while still being honored, while not discrediting the Last Jedi. That wasn't the comment I was thinking about. Oh. Uh, that was the that was the direct that was the comment I was thinking about where he said yes we're going to talk more about it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So. Can't wait. Yeah. There's a lot of speculation out there that she's actually a Skywalker from no, fans. I don't, 
I don't believe that. I don't believe that either. But there's a lot of fans in the talks that I've been having with, you know, the general public. That's kind of what their thought is. But bless their hearts. Yeah, I do not think she's a Skywalker. That I mean, Uh, there was another. This is a serious question. Why does this character have to have a famous dad or mom? Why can't she just be powerful in her own right? Why? Why do we have to connect her by blood to this completely screwed up family? Why? Why can't she just be powerful? But might I add that most of the speculation I've been hearing in that regard is coming from the older generation that probably watched the movie, the originals in the theater. So Gen Xers. Uh, Even slightly older, yes. Like by about five years. Um, Yeah, I don't think she's, you know, I can see why people would want it, but I don't, I don't, I don't think she's a Skywalker. She's not a Skywalker. At this point, I I have to be the voice. I'm usually the voice for all the people who don't think like you, Sally. (laughs) So there you go. There's that. I don't think she is either. I'm not saying I am that I do. physically biting my tongue. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, not um, everybody why, reads why, all why, the. Uh, do, you, do you guys think? Let me just because I want to ask her. Why do you think she's back to the medal? Why do you think Leia's giving Ray the medal? Is she giving Ray the medal, or is she just looking think, at it? I felt like she was like she was giving it to her. Maybe she's giving it to her son. Those are then Adam Driver has really delicate hands. No, maybe she's holding it and about to give it to Ben. Maybe. Felt like, you know, I'll go back and relook at that. I did, well, I didn't necessarily think she was giving it to anybody. I'm just saying, well, how do we know she's giving it to Ray? I thought she was just holding it and looking at it and thinking about, you know, her dead husband. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, I thought she was giving it to Ray. But why would she? Unless unless she's saying, bring my son back. I don't know. That would be the only reason I could think. But, you know, I have my Ben Dimption goggles on, and they are firmly in place and will not come off. Um, The next, very next scene, though, which I think is probably why you could put these two together is Leia and Ray embracing, right? Hugging one another, which to me was just heartbreaking. But at the same time, Luke's voiceover is, we'll always be with you. Yes. And I feel like that has so many meanings, whether it's, uh, Leia will always be with her, as well as Luke, as well as potentially Anakin. Um, the Jedi as a whole will always be with you. And, and that's as they are embracing. And that's just heartrending for me. Like, oh, why did she have to go? Makes me so sad. Yeah. Um, Melissa, did you want to say anything about that? Yeah, no, I agree. It's very sad. Frankie? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you said it. 
Okay. All right. And then the next shot is the Death Star 2 remains, or at least that's what I think it is. Do y'all think it's something else? No, I think it's the Death Star 2. I think, uh, I think it's the Death Star. Well, I mean... Well, there are a few reasons for this. Was first of all, it looks like the Death Star too. Um, secondly, um, it could be okay. Someone brought this up to me today, and I felt really kind of like I, I don't know what to do with this. Okay, so I've always thought that the moon was indoor. Is the moon is indoor, right? The name yeah. of the moon is indoor. Yes. Because, yes. because obviously the forest moon of Endor, right? Well, this person is a Star Wars fan. He's about a year older than us, so solid Gen Xer. And he always thought that the planet was Endor and then the moon was just the moon of Endor. What does Google say about that? And I was, I mean, I wasn't going to argue with him about it because I, I, but I had always thought that Endor was the name of the moon. Okay, so with that having been said, my thought was the Death Star could have gone down on Endor, or it could have gone down on the planet that Endor was revolving around, right? So they could be on Endor, or they might be on an adjacent planet. All right, from Wikipedia, Wikipedia, Endor, also known as Tana among the Ewok species, was the... Was the giant was the giant gas giant planet orbited by the forest moon of the forest moon of Endor? So the planet's name was a giant C Y A N gas giant planet orbited by the forest moon of Endor. The name Endor also sometimes used for the forest moon. The planet itself was less well known than the moon. Okay, so it probably went down on Endor. Yes. Okay. And, and the foliage and all that stuff that we saw from some of the still pictures that were that have been put out since celebration look it looks like indoor, right? To me it looks like indoor. Yeah, it looks like indoor to me. Okay. So and over that over that you have Luke's voiceover saying no one's ever really gone with the Death Star two. And right. then you get Palpatine's laugh. So, Frankie, how's that for a twist? Um, it was fun. It was good to hear his voice. I'm interested in see how they're going to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, because um, we heard all this speculation because because was because Christian Hayden was was at um Hayden Christensen, yeah. Hayden Christensen was at the um celebration. At celebration, so of course everybody thinking, oh, he's making, you know, it's going to be him. Mm -hmm. well, I thought he was going to be, oh, since he's going to be at celebration, suddenly, so no, who? When you heard the emperor's laugh, did you not crap your pants? Yes, not not literally, but <laughs> yeah, I was so it's like, oh. I'll be awesome. honest, because I was watching the live stream, I was more overwhelmed by him. I mean, Dear mind coming out and saying, roll it again. And I was like, oh, that, that, <laughs> that did it for me more than the laugh itself. Because for me, I was like, wait, that laugh, that laugh. And it was taking me t t time to process that laugh. And then the scene comes up and it's him. And I'm like, oh. you know, it took me a bit. But when he did the roll it again thing and all, it, 
it all mm. came into sharp focus for me. So, um, Frankie, you have been you have been saying to me, "Where's the twist? Where's the twist? Where's the twist?" And yelling at me about a twist. And I thought to myself, "Well, there have been a half dozen twists. Well, now here's another." So, and now you're like, nee. apparently that's no, not a good enough twist for you either. No, that was very shocked. I will say this. I was, um, because like you, like you said, this whole thing's been about Anakin. The whole thing's about Anakin. Right? But it was a head fake. You didn't realize it was about Anakin, did you? Well, I, I was not expecting, I will be honest, I was not expecting Palpatine's life. No, you were not. So... JJ's am, trailer did its job. He's I got butts in the seats. He's got butts in the seats. Absolutely. So, yeah, I, I it's it's made me go back and start the bloody aftermath series. I read the book, the first one. I bought it on Kindle, and I'm gonna read the second one, which is, I think the one you gave me, Frankie, like your hardback. I'm gonna read that one. And then there's one. His writing improves by the third one. It does. <laughs> it gets better. It's one of my favorite. One of my, Battlefront's uh, one of my favorite written books. But apparently, in Aftermath, they talk a lot about the Emperor's contingency plan and all of that stuff. Oh, they do. So I really feel like that also is a setup for hardcore fans to be prepped for Palpatine to show back up. And it's been telling us no one's ever really gone, which of course Luke has told us. And yeah, yeah, it's holy cow. Holy cow, yeah. This has been planned. And so while, as you say, Leia's, um, Carrie Fisher's passing, I'm certain through a monkey wrench into the gears, the overarching plot has not changed. just hasn't. And so I really think that this has been something that they have been planning to do and... They're handing it to us, and I am here for it. Completely overwhelmed, but I'm here for it. And I just, I'm just not looking forward to the next eight months of Rise of Skywalker because that just, that's going to be rough sledding, and I don't want to hear it. But you know, I will, I will, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it because I'm fairly confident when I walk out of the theater on Thursday night. December 19th, I will not have to worry about Ray ever being a, well, a birth Skywalker. <laughs> she might be married to a Skywalker, but she's not a birth Skywalker. So. Um, who's missing? Uh, from the trailer? Several people are missing from the trailer. But um, who, the biggest one is R2 to me. Yeah. R2 is missing. You're right. You sent a screenshot of that. And I have to wonder if maybe um, R2's part of the MacGuffin. Like, what are they looking for? Although it appears that the Death Star is a really big deal for this. Um, but R2's been around for all of it. So I think it's really kind of hard to know 
where he is or where he's sitting. And heck, maybe he's just out of frame for that shot. Um, I noticed that Hux was not there. No Hux. And we really haven't heard hiding her hair of Hux. So I speculate that they do away with Hux fairly quickly in this movie. But that's just my speculation based on not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And that could be that could be the battle scene that you see with uh, Kylo Ren and the stormtrooper. They're yeah. ridding the hawks. Could be, but he's wearing some pretty tattered clothes. Whoever it is. No, no, no. I'm saying that's Hux. He kills. I'm saying that could be a battle scene between the First Order and itself. Yeah, I think the First Order is going to fall apart. Oh, I think, yeah, it definitely falls apart. Because Ben's not cut out for this whole Supreme Leader thing. Mm-hmm. He's just not. He wanted to be his dad too much. He wanted. He just wanted to be a smuggler. Given what we get in extended material, he doesn't. Yep. He's not interested in that. Um. So... Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. I've heard a lot of crazy things that I don't want to throw out there because they're potentially spoilers and wrong and let's just deal with what Lucasfilm has given us. But. Yeah. Well, I will say this when you when you cuz you said you you said spoilers and then the, you sent me one word that didn't surprise me at all. Mhm. Cause of the metal scene. Well, again, I don't want to. I don't want to get into that because it's not. It's yeah, definitely not Lucasfilm approved. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I I will just I will just actually mimic something that the Sky Talkers podcast often says. For the future of Star Wars, look to the animation department. And they have done, the animation department of Star Wars has done a lot of stuff, a lot of really weird stuff. And some of it includes a form of time travel in the world between worlds. And Palpatine was trying to get into the world between worlds, but couldn't necessarily do it. But in Rebels, Ezra is able to get into the world between worlds and he saves Ahsoka's life when she is fighting Darth Vader. And Ray and Kylo are in the world between worlds. And if they start wandering around the world between worlds, all bets are off. Yeah. All bets are off. And so what I think we're going to see with this movie is some weird force stuff. That I think I can say without too much fear of contradiction. Yes. I don't know. But that's just my thought process on that. Um. So, anyway. I will be purchasing the Disney streaming service. <laughs> Melissa, are you going to buy the Disney streaming service? Um, possibly. I, I'm going to wait and get Frankie's review. <laughs> I will say this. I actually canceled Netflix 10 minutes before we started recording. Oh, wow. Now the Disney streaming service isn't coming out until November, honey. I know. Ahead of yourself there. I know. (sighs) But I'm losing all my um, 
you know, Marvel shows anyway. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just see if I can do it. I got 10 months to change my mind. This is your voting with your dollars. This is me voting. You take away your Marvel. <laughs> take away my Marvel. Did they cancel Luke Cage? Um, I thought they did. I thought they were getting rid of all Marvel. I think they are having to get rid of all Marvel. Yeah. I just didn't know if they canceled Luke Cage already or not. So, um, but yeah, I between that, the amount of TV I watch by November, I will buy the Disney service. I'll pay the year straight out. It's only 70 bucks if you go that route. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Nope, nope, nope. I, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. Um, Actually, I am sticking with Netflix. Um, I'm probably going to downgrade from like the deluxe service to just like two screens at a time instead of four, uh, which I don't recall signing up for anyway. Like I thought I just had two and then all of a sudden I had four and I, anyway, um, I may downgrade to the less deluxe version of it, but they've got a couple shows that are Netflix originals that I would like to keep that I enjoy. And they picked up Lucifer from the CW. And I find that show amusing. So I would like to keep Lucifer. And Really? Um, yes. And Lucifer has a new season on Netflix as a Netflix original starting May 8th. I'm really surprised that you like that show. Why? And just doesn't seem in your, to be up your alley. I don't know. I like Supernatural. How could I not like Lucifer? I, I don't know, but you. I'm, but you don't really like color Supernatural. Color me impressed. You don't like Supernatural, though, do you? I mean, I've watched a few episodes. I don't hate it. Oh my gosh, I love Supernatural. <laughs> it's amazing. It's just not like on my top of my list. Oh, I love it. I love it. I tend to I I binge watch it though. I wait till the season's over and then I binge it. So I'm very sad that next season will be their last season, which is season 15. But I mean, good grief, 15 years of a television show. That's like rarefied air for a television show. 15 years is a long time. Mm. And um, it's making me think about the song Carry On My Wayward Son because that's that's like their theme song. And it's like, oh, there'll be peace when you are done. And it's like, don't kill the boys. Don't kill them. Killing me, Smalls. So, anyway, I love Supernatural. The devil in Lucifer is very different than the devil in Supernatural, though. So, yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Is there anything else we need to say about the rise of Skywalker at this point? Excited? Yeah. Another one. I can't wait to see. Counting down the days. Avengers what? Avengers in the game Thursday. Uh, okay, what else? More importantly, they're probably going to have the Rise of Skywalker trailer before Endgame, and that's totally worth the price of admission. To see it, to see it, the same one or a different one? It'd be the same one, but to see it in like you know massive screen with excellent sound and not my twenty-four inch computer monitor, I'm there for it. I will, I will buy a ticket for Endgame just to watch the trailer for Star Wars. Please, 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 please play that trailer. And for Cap. To see Cap. 
You'll watch it for Cap. Well, I would watch it for Cap, but I'm still terrified Cap is not going to make it. And that's going to make me so sad. I don't think Chris Evans makes it. You are not nice. I'm not being mean, Tally. I just, I said, I said Chris Evans. I think, I think we're getting a reboot. How many, how many different guys have played Spider-Man? Since what? I don't care about Spider-Man. I'm just, I'm just making the same point though. There's, but my point is, I couldn't tell you how many have played it because I don't pay attention to Spider-Man. <laughs> no, and I know that Chris Evans is is kind of aging out of the role, I guess. But I, I get that. Intellectually, I get that. But Captain America as a character is my favorite Avenger. And I think Chris Evans does a great job as Captain America. And so in my head, I'm not going to be able to divorce Chris Evans from Captain America. It's just me. So. I, I understand. You know, a lot of people. Who was the best Bond? I think that depends on who, when did you start watching Bond. And I think, that's where we're gonna, I think that's where we're going to be with Avengers. I think that's their plan. Potentially. Um, I'm ready for a break from Superhero oh, I think movies. We're gonna, I, think so. get, I think we're going to get one. Well, I think we're going to get, you know, a sprinkling, but I don't think we're going to have that. Steady deluge. 22 movies, 21 movies, 22 movies, right? That's a lot. I haven't even seen them all. Uh, Melissa, how are you? Are you just excited about Endgame? Is that? Yeah, I'm not tired. So you, I'm you... not tired of superhero movies. I can't wait for all of them. <laughs> Dark Phoenix, that. Black Widow. <laughs> Maybe you're not tired, Melissa. Don't you have like three jobs? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm tired from that, but I'm not tired of superhero movies. That is my escape. I love them. Can't wait. Fair enough. All right. Y'all, we've been talking for an hour and 30 minutes, so we should probably let these people go. And we would love to hear from our loyal listeners what they thought of the trailer. If you think our analysis has any merit, tell us. If you think that we missed something, um, tell us that, too. Uh we'll happy to take your questions and um, you can reach us at say when podcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at say when um, podcast, Melissa, where can people find you? Paxi babe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Frankie. I am Goonie fat on Twitter and Instagram. And I am Palmetto Blue on Twitter and Instagram. I'm probably the most active on Twitter. So you can definitely find me there most days. Um, so if you would like to talk to us, please, please, please give us a shout. And we would love to read your questions on air. And um, Frankie, how would you like to sign out this evening? Always carry a towel. Melissa? Truth and justice. And I would just say, may the force be with you. Bye. Bye. Bye.